It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. The Adam Ritz Show on campus today in College Park. We're at the University of Maryland with the Maryland Terrapins football team, and we're broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. Thank you, gentlemen. And in the past, on this social awareness radio show, we've covered Uplifting Athletes. It's a great organization um, founded by Scott Shirley, and uh, it really runs coast to coast. And we have the president of the Uplifting Athletes of the Maryland chapter with us right now, Sal Conavoy. Is that correct? Yes, Just stand up here with me, sir. Sal, how are you, Mr. President? Good. And uh, tell us, first of all, about the organization Uplifting Athletes and how it uh, really started here at Maryland. Well, it's a team-run organization. Uh, we run it as a team. Every year we have a, a lift for life um, where the team comes, comes together and raises awareness and funds for um, cystic fibrosis. Cystic fibrosis uh, gets the money, and you guys do a lift for life. So I'm just going to guess you guys get a, a, here in the uh, facility. You lift weights. Fans come in. They can donate. How does that money get from the fan's pocket to the cystic fibrosis? We do it uh, all different kinds of ways. Um, each player has their own profile where fans could go on and uh, donate to each player and each player's name. Um, so that's something that our team really grasped this year and went out and got people to donate for them. And then <clears throat> we had our lift on Maryland Day this year, which is a day where families and everyone in the community comes to Maryland and there's all different events going on, so we had something then. And as the president, you were uh, voted and elected by the team, right, the team members? Well, it's kind of, it kind of gets passed down through other presidents. So okay. the, the past president um, elected me and uh, CJ, the vice president. So it, it kind of gets passed down through the committees. And I have learned from other uh, uplifting uh, athletes, um, chapters around the country, that this is not just um, a, f a little fundraiser. This is almost a, a side job for you. You've got to get out in the community, get sponsors, meet with business leaders. I mean, you have to wear a tie, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where you're, you're meeting with uh, some different sponsors that you want to try and go after and sending out emails. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something good. It's good experience for us. Um, and it's a good cause. It's, uh, it's a great cause, and we encourage our listeners to check out upliftingathletes.org. Uh, uh, do you guys have a chapter, I guess, Facebook page or anything? Uh, right now we just go through the, the upliftingathletes.org. Okay. Sal, thank you for your community service and the rest of the Terps here. Can't thank you enough for uh, all you do in your community and for hosting the Adam Rich Show. Give yourselves one more round of applause. Fellowship, leadership, and philanthropy. Conversations and interviews from all over America. It's the Adam Ritz Show. The Adam Ritz Show rolling on. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. You can follow us on Twitter with at Adam Ritz. We tweet about our stories and the philanthropies we work with all the time. And uh, we're so happy to bring our next guest on to talk about Best Buddies, one of the best uh, nationwide charities uh, and foundations across the country, Best Buddies. And we're going to talk about the Best Buddies chapter here at the University of Maryland. Our guest is Evan Mulroney. Did I say that right? 
Yeah, close enough. Close enough. No, Mulroney? Rooney, it doesn't matter. Mulroney. Evan Mulroney. <laughs> so the interesting thing about this interview is not only, um, you know, are you the expert about uh, the Best Buddies chapter sure. here on campus at the University of Maryland, but you're also on the football team. Let's talk about football real quick. Sure. What position? Uh, left guard. Left guard, big dude. I, we're, I'm standing on a hill here. Yeah. You look like you're 6'10 to me. <laughs> so standing side by side, you're yeah. about 6'4 and a half, 6'5. Exactly. Uh, 280, 290. Yeah, 295 around. So you're a lineman, and um, what year? Uh, junior. Junior and um, Big Ten now. I mean, it's yeah. exciting here yeah. at Maryland with the Terps. And uh, uh, what's your favorite part of, of this campus, this brotherhood, this football team? It's like you said, it's a brotherhood. It's this whole atmosphere surrounding the, the football program. It's just such a family vibe. I know it's kind of a cliche. I'm sure you hear it a lot. But, you know, all these guys I'd take a bullet for, I'd do anything for. And, you know, that's something I just love about the program. And you see guys on the campus, you get real excited because you see a thousand faces. And one out of those faces is the guy that you're, you know, knocking heads with. So it's just great to see everyone and just be around the environment. And like I said, like I love all these guys like brothers, so it's great. Well, that's great. And we know the community service you guys do on campus is mm -hmm. paramount. There's a lot of these great stories coast to coast. One of them here at Maryland is your work with Best Buddies. So tell us what your role is with Best <clears throat> Buddies. Tell us what Best Buddies is for our listeners that don't even know anything about it. Sure. Well, Best Buddies, like you said, is a national organization. We are working with the Maryland chapters based out of Baltimore, run by Vince Fiducia, great guy. Um, but what Best Buddies does is it benefits kids with cognitive and developmental disabilities. And what they do is it's kids that, you know, don't have a lot of exposure to a lot of social uh, surroundings and environments. So what they do is they um, pair up kids, you know, just regular old high school kids and um, pair them up with kids with disabilities and it's just exactly what it sounds like they're just buddies and you know they go and hang out with them and they help them uh, experience opportunities that they might not have at their schools because they're not getting as much exposure with just their classmates at, at the school so you know they just try to broaden the the kids horizons and it's just a really great uh, organization and it's all volunteer based and you know and you I guess these kids are in high school, and you, as college students, work with them? Yeah. Or what, what age are they, and what age are, are the, the buddies? They're the best buddies. Right, You're yeah. the buddy. Yeah. Is that the terminology? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, we're all buddies. You know? We're all buddies. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so you, you college guys, gals and guys here at Maryland, get involved with these high school-aged kids? Uh, well, there are kids in college that you can be paired up with, and uh, what – is the most typical thing is, you know, kids in high schools, they're same high schools. And, okay. um, like, we have a buddy walk here every year, and we have different high schools comes, middle schools, and they come in there. Um, they represent one child, and that child has, you know, a whole big supporting cast around them and usually one or two integral buddies. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's – they don't target, you know, it's like, all right, you're 12, so we're going to pair, pair you up with a 12-year-old. It can be, you know, a senior in high school paired up with a 12-year-old. It can be two 12-year-olds. It can be a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. They, It's not so much, you know, they're not looking for real strict um, matchups. It's mm -hmm. just like we want to get these kids as much exposure as they can and just, you know, experience life as if, you know, they're just like any of Well, they are just like any They are just any, like any, yeah. yeah, excuse me, but, they're, you know. You're right. They are just like uh, the rest of us. Everybody just wants to be loved and, yeah. and have love, and uh, it's a great organization, Best Buddies. Our guest is Evan Mulrooney. Got it right that time. It. Evan Mulrooney, uh, Best Buddies at Maryland. You're also on the football team. Do you have 
a best buddy uh, that you'd like to talk about or somebody in particular? Well, at this moment, I don't have a, spe a specific buddy, but I am very um, involved with the Maryland chapter. Do they keep you away from them because you're so <laughs> mean looking? And, exactly. I mean, yeah. you're a big, ugly it's football player. Beard, yeah. You're an offensive lineman. By definition, you are a yeah. big, ugly. Exactly. And you've got mm -hmm. the beard. I yeah. mean, you're kind of intimidating. I'm not going to be on any posters anytime soon. And, you know, <laughs> that's what they're all about. So I'm going to be – I'm out of the limelight. But – um you know, <laughs> yeah, the looks probably have a lot to do with it. But, you know, um, I'm in there um, working with – I'm like the ambassador between okay. the University of Maryland football team and the um, Best Buddies Baltimore chapter. And they use the football team as, you know, this big um, microphone or speaker, whatever analogy yeah. you want to make. Platform. And we – yeah, platform, thank you. And we have this big buddy walk and we put on and every year it's grown it's grown and we attract all these people you know because we have this you know oh cool football players they're doing something and they don't necessarily know what best buddies is about and they come and they're like wow this is a really good organization and the the walk you know you walk around and you see all the buddies and you see all the, the matchups and it's like wow like this is something i really want to be a part of and i'm kind of i try to be in the middle of all that and try to be the ambassador and try to promote it. And, you know, we always have the guys there from the team down there. And, you know, we're this football player. Sometimes people follow, you know, not always, but we're not the best team. But um. <laughs> that's no, sure you are. Are you kidding? Now you're in the Big Ten. I mean, there's yeah. exciting things happening here. Coach yeah. Randy Etzel, you yeah. guys are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But um, the football helmet alone. I mean, you've got 75 helmets. I know. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much our main attraction at this point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, and you're humble, too. Yeah. That's a great, great character trait. Yeah, I'm trying to be. But yeah, um, just the whole buddy walk, the, the best buddies organization. I can't say enough good things about it, and I just love being a part of it. Evan Mulroney is our guest, the best buddy ambassador with Maryland football. Um, our listeners, we encourage you to check out Best Buddies nationwide. Google it. Uh, and then for the Baltimore chapter, I'm going to guess you can just Google Baltimore or Maryland, or Maryland football, yeah. Maryland uh, Best Buddies, and you can find out about your buddy walk. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, usually in the springtime, uh, early May, late April, and it's always a great time. All right, Evan, thank you so much for your service and for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, this is Randy Edsel, head football coach at the University of Maryland, and you're listening to The Adam Rich Show. It's a road trip, Auburn University. I'm here with James Kay. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic in front of your beautiful chapter house, the Kappa Alpha Order Chapter House. What year was this built? Uh, it was built in 1998. It's a, it's a beauty. Uh, what's the inside like? Just as nice, uh, huh? it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. good. Pretty good to be a KA yeah. here at Auburn. Well, we've come down to Auburn, Alabama to uh, talk about a program that you're part of here on campus called the MAN Program. Yes, is that right? Yes, sir. And uh, part of the MAN program, I assume, is you know, being a gentleman and having uh, good decisions. Uh, we want to focus on the hazing portion of the MAN program here at Auburn. What can you share with us? Well, basically, through the MAN program, we bring speakers to um, speak about not only the legal implications of hazing, but how kind of detrimental it is to Greek systems as a whole. And here at Auburn, we've done a great job to eliminate hazing. We have a great Greek system, and uh, 
we like to keep it that way. So. And here at the KA house specifically, within these walls, what is the feeling on hazing? Now, we know it's illegal. We know you get in trouble if you do it. Um, do you really spend a lot of time weekly, uh, daily, maybe once a month with some sort of hazing reminder mm -hmm. for these guys, especially the guys, the younger guys, or maybe the guy that maybe uh, takes a few chances and doesn't really know that he might be about ready to make a mistake? Right, yes. Um, before pledge ship starts, we have a meeting with our new boys to educate them on what they can and can't do, how actives will treat them, and how nothing, um, basically they'll never be put in danger. They will never be asked to do anything they're uncomfortable with, and uh, we remind all the members every week during our weekly chapter meetings of their limitations and their guides and how they should serve the new boys instead of how kind of the new boys should serve them. Hazing is uh, our topic today from Auburn University in front of the KA house, and we're glad to have Vice President of the KA chapter, James K, with us. Easy to remember your name because <laughs> yeah, it's K. Is. It's yeah, half a KA. <laughs> KA, what's up? <laughs> Not so, much. Uh, let's talk football real quick before All I let right. you go. I'm done with that. Uh, ranked this year right. and rolling strong. Mm -hmm. Let's hope we get back to uh, the national championship again. I like that you uh, have a street on campus named Heisman Row. Is that Row or Street or Boulevard? Whatever, it's Heisman. <laughs> Heisman Road. There's a lot of colleges that'll never see a Heisman. Uh, trust true. me, I know. That's true. So congratulations, James, and thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Send your questions, comments, or concerns to The Adam Ritz Show by emailing adam at adamritz.com. Our good friend, radio host, and contributor, Nigel. Now with the Nigel Report. Uh, live in studio with us, uh, UFC vet Chris Lights Out Lytle. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for letting me come hang out with you for a bit. Where did you, um, where'd you get the name Lights Out? Who gave that to you? What happened there? What happened was I, I when you first start fighting, you don't make much money, so uh, I couldn't pay my bills. So they turned my lights out. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. Actually, uh, a, a guy had my first pro boxing match. Um, it was uh, for top-ranked boxing, and... And the guy saw me fighting. You know, I was supposed to go in there and get knocked out by some guy. I was up in Wisconsin, and you know, afterwards he, he looked at me and was like, "Man, what?" I, I obviously that didn't happen. He was like, well, "What's your name?" And I said, "My name's Chris Lytle." And he thought about it for a second. He's like, "I'm gonna call you Lights Out Lytle because uh, James Tony doesn't need that name anymore. He's done." And I was like, "It was funny because right <laughs> after that, James Tony made a big comeback." I was like, "He's not quite done, but we'll share the name." Well, it's kind of scary letting somebody else give you the nickname. No, 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 I mean, no. That's the way it's supposed to be. You <laughs> oh. can't give your own nickname. That's that's well, embarrassing. Come on. Chris lights out Lytle uh, in the studio with us. Um, do you, uh, David White is a you know he's a he's a polarizing guy. Do you still keep in touch with him at all? Do you, do you, you know text what? Him? Do you yeah, talk to him at all? I I do talk to him. I was at uh, my last. I, I went to some fights with my buddy Matt Mitrione fought in, in uh, Connecticut a few weeks ago, and you know I went and talked with him for a little bit. You know I have this uh, that children book out now it's yeah. a lights out on bullying it's an anti-bullying book so i went with him and took him that book and was saying hey let's get the ufc involved with this kid is there anything we can do and you know he he was all about it so we're trying to talk to about a few things right now i'm very excited for that yeah i do want to get to uh lights out on bullying um lights out com is your website we'll get to that in just a second i do i mean you started out in, in mixed martial arts um and i i kind of read over your bio a little bit was 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 that just to keep busy for exercise? Is that why you kind of started in that whole thing? I mean, Not I, I, really. I mean, I've always competed. You know, I've been a wrestler. I've been an athlete pretty much my whole life. And then, you know, that's over. And then you're kind of looking around for something. You don't know what to do, really. And then when this sport came around, you know, I started in 1998. And the first one, I think, was in, like, the end of 
93 or something. So it was, it was about four and a half years old in the sport and it was still very, very new. And it was just, it was kind of like something to, just to do. It was like, well, it's kind of like wrestling and boxing combined. I was like, all right, I'll try that. And, you know, I just started winning right away. So I'm, I'm the kind of guy when I'm good at stuff, I, I like to do it. You know, if I'm, if I'm no good at it, I, I quit right away. I'm, you know, I'm a quitter. I tried to do. The, I, I tried to play the guitar. It lasted about a week. I was like, my hands weren't built for this. This is stupid. See, no, I don't believe that because you're a motivational speaker, and um, you know, you you teach you you speak to schools, foundations, troops, and and you 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 teach strength and discipline and res- resilience. And I'm I'm, I'm going to ask you. I I'm a look. I've been a rock radio DJ for 20 years, and and I've I've lived the rock radio beer lifestyle bad food party and here and there but i'm I'm looking 40 in the face and 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 i'll be honest with you you know i'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning now and and i i don't know if i have it in me the uh, enough self-discipline to do what i need to do to change and i I, like when people come to you and tell you that is there something that right off the top of your head that Right off the top of your head, that you tell them, or uh, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm talking yeah, to you. It's me and sure, you here in the sure. studio. Anymore, so. Well, you know, at I, some point, I think that just comes down to you know desire and want. And if you truly want something, you can make that happen. And you can't, you can't manufacture that. You can't kind of want it, and you can't have somebody else try to want that for you. But if you truly want something. Uh, I think you know we we can talk and we like you know, you know that has to be you have to keep your eyes on the prize and that's got to be you know your constant thought and your constant goal is if this is something that's going to benefit me or make it worse and then I don't do it and if you can get that mindset then it's a lot easier but to, to try and get somebody else to tell you, you need to do this it, it's not going to work because you have to have that desire in your heart and it has to be on your constant thought and you can't be thinking that because somebody else wants you to so. right so are you a life coach at all does anybody ever hire you personally a personal trainer or anything like that I know you do a lot of work with you know, know the the schools you know, wrestling and your yeah. coach and everything but I, I used to be a personal trainer but i mean to be honest with you i don't it, it's difficult to find time for that you know i have a, just a lot going on and be able to just go to right. the gym i you know i'm still training guys for fight i got my buddy matt mitrione he's got a fight coming up in december and, and you know i got gary i got a lot of different guys to try and help out at, at the gym so you know i, I don't really have time to go be a life coach, even though, you know, if the price is right, I'm available to anybody who's listening right now. Yeah. Chris Lights Out Lytle is our guest. And, and finally, um, your passion, uh, lightsoutbullying.com. Lights Out on Bullying, that's right. It's a, it's a new children's book I wrote. And it's funny, you know, I wrote this and it's amazing to me since I've been dealing with it, just a number of people coming up and talking to me about this problem. And, it, you know, their their daughter's bullied, their, their son's bullied, their niece, they were bullied. It's just, it's all over the place. And, you know, we got cyberbullying. and there's just a lot of different aspects to it. And, you know, I'm not one of these, you know, passive resistance, you know, you know, Martin Luther King, we need to just stand there and take it. No, I mean, uh, I, my talks are kind of trying to be more realistic and you know, trying to say we're not going to be able to stop kids from being mean to each other, but there's a lot of different things we can do and, you know, more of like standing up to bullies and not just, you know, taking it. Was I was I saying that website? I'm sorry. Light, it's lightsoutonbullying.com. Yeah. Lightsoutonbullying.com. Yeah, I mean, I've got a I've got a two and a half year old. I'm watching him grow up, and you know, I just couldn't imagine anybody you know saying a bad word about that kid. And and and, and you know, that's it's one of, a thing as a parent. I'm going to have to realize. Look, kids do mean stuff to each other. Exactly, they're going to mean stuff, and that's a bad thing. You can't you can't help your kids sometimes. I mean, you can in certain ways, but. You know, there's a lot of things, and that's the thing that gets me is when I see kids who are going through depression, or I see kids who are you know, actually committing suicide. What do you do as mm. a parent when that happens? How mm. could you ever get over that? And how many people does that affect? It's just it's just a terrible situation that, you know, it bothers me because I see it and other problems. Maybe we can't do anything about. We can do something about this. We're manufacturing our own problems. You know, other places people are starving or bombs are going off. 
or making people feel bad and killing themselves, unacceptable mm. to me. Lightsoutonbullying.com is the website. And Lights Out on Bullying, check out the book. There's a book out there by uh, Chris Lights Out Lytle. Really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck to you. Glad to be here, man. Thanks for letting me talk to you guys. All right. Thank you so much, Nigel. The Nigel Report. More information can be found uh, through Nigel's Twitter. Join him at Nigel now. Get to know Adam at AdamRitz.com. Get to know the radio show at AdamRitzShow.com. Our next guest is a national keynote speaker, a comedian, a singer. How many hats do you wear? Well, I've, <laughs> uh, on any given day, I don't know. They, you're, you got him. Uh, um, comedy and motivational speaking kind of usually sums it up. He is Craig Tornquist. And Craig, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. We talk about social awareness, student leadership, community service. This is all stuff you're dealing with coast to coast as a national motivational speaker. That's right. I do about 200 programs a year. Wow. Uh, last year, three of them went really well. And uh, so <laughs> percentages are way up. Well, you've got that going for you, which is nice. So um, you work, I, I heard, overheard in the hallways, your, your next stop is a SAD national convention, the Students Against Drunk Driving. Yep, and actually they changed their name several years ago to Students Against Destructive Decisions. Ah. Um, and this is the 14th year in a row that I'll be hosting their national conference, and that's in Orlando. And SAD has been great to me. That's been a, a, a terrific fit for, uh, I've got a very positive message and like to talk to students about making the choices that will get them to where they want to go. And uh, I have a very happy story. Um, my dream is to someday be named the SAD Comedian of the Year, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm uh, always interested in branding and how companies rebrand themselves and organizations rebrand themselves. Is that because drunk driving numbers are going down and other destructive behavior is going up? Or is that just so they can include drugs and drug awareness and stuff like that? Well, I, I, I think what they found was that uh, there were lots of different ways for students to derail their dreams. And they wanted to broaden their focus um, uh, it, because not every student was drinking and driving. But... Um, uh, I don't know. I think they just wanted to not have their hands tied so much and, and really wanted to be interested in helping students make positive choices in a variety of areas. So this goes from bullying to eating disorders. I mean, all the different pressures that are on teens, they wanted to have a, a positive peer-to-peer influence. Craig Tornquist is our guest, a national uh, leading motivational speaker dealing with student leadership and all kinds of social issues when you perform on stage. And it's a performance. I mean, this is not a motivational speech. It's a, it's a comedy show. Singing and dancing, even. Have you ever hurt yourself dancing? Uh, no. Uh, sometimes when they throw money, it, you know, it hits me in the wrong <laughs> way. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I learned a long time ago that students want to be the stars of the show. And so I try to win them with some comedy. Uh, and then I turn it over to them. There's a lot of audience participation, um, you know, a, a lot of influences from the old comedians. I've studied them all, and uh, Johnny Carson, David Letterman, Rich Little, you know, the impressions. There's, uh, I do a lot of impressions in the show and uh, singing. And um, so, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I usually go one direction for about three minutes, and then we change gears and head a different way. And um, But the more that I can make the students the stars – the more fun it is for them and for me because it's not the same way every show. What's your favorite thing to do on stage, performing-wise? Uh, I like anything that involves uh, uh, the audience participation stuff because it's dangerous uh, and it's fun. Uh, there's a doo-wop tune where I bring a couple guys out of the audience and teach them some Motown moves. And uh, they're usually a little reluctant until the women scream the first time. Yeah. And then you can see their posture changes and they think, 
well, that didn't hurt so bad. Uh, and then they get into it, and they bring the house down. So I, I, I love those moments that are unrehearsed um, where y- y- you see the person you brought up on stage. You hopefully put out a, a safety net for them so they're going to be successful. But to watch them blossom uh, and connect with an audience is great. You know, Then I get out of the way and smile. Well, I'm not going to let you leave this radio show without something you dropped about two minutes ago. Impressions. Oh, wow. Well, uh, got, I, I do a lot what do you of got? Song, singers, though. I mean, uh, you know, if you came and saw it, to be Elvis, Willie Nelson, uh, Kermit, Neil Diamond, Sammy Davis Jr. Now, I don't do those for the students. Those are That's my adult corporate show because the students have no idea who those people are. Um, <laughs> and so that's where we change gears. When I, when I go older, the uh, um, there isn't as much audience participation. They don't want to work. They just, no, make us laugh, and yeah. then we're, we're cool with that. But... Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton is an old-timer, you know. And I, I do a lot of the old ones for the old people. Uh, um, so, uh, anyway, but that, that, that's the thing. i got to have the music. Okay. You, you don't want this a cappella. Trust me, it's not pretty. Well, can I request an a cappella Kermit the Frog? Uh, Kermit the Frog here. Hi-ho. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I do Rainbow Connection. You know, that's, uh, that's, I love that's that fun. as a kid yeah. growing up. Now, yeah. let me ask you, since, okay, you're, you're, all those old-time voices and impressions work for the older corporate mm-hmm. audience, not for the student-athletes right. in the high schools. That means that in your private time with a mirror by yourself, you're practicing some Justin Bieber or somebody, some Kanye. You are. Uh, no, I've given that up, actually. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, that's funny because uh, I, I, I love the impressions that I do and everything. Well, and, and that's changed since you and I were kids. When we grew up, there were three channels. Everyone watched the same thing. Johnny Carson defined pop culture. Now there are 5,000 channels. No one's listening to the same thing. All of the shows are disposable, yeah. and, 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 and so it's really hard now to do an impression of people that everyone knows, you know, um, and, and so that's why I've kind of phased that out, and I do more now on, in my adult show parenting, and, and, and I'm making fun of myself, um, but that's why I quit doing impressions is because I couldn't figure out which, you know, if I did a great Justin Bieber impression, who over the age of 28 would know? You know, is it good or not? You know, we don't know what song he's singing, yeah. you know. And so that's that's been a change in my act and my career. And that's I've had to to adapt to the changing technology and the, the choices. People are watching YouTube, you know, for entertainment now. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't. The, you you, you got to have a common frame of reference in order for people to to laugh. I mean, they got to know what you're talking about. Um, so um, that's kind of a serious answer to your question. But that has been the reason for the change in the show is because of, uh, of that technological change. Craig Tornquist is our guest, a professional comedian slash motivational speaker, works a lot with student leadership. And I got to believe when you get off stage and you do the doo-wop song and people uh, applaud you on your singing talents, that's a good feeling. Uh, but let's go on the other side of, of the feedback, when people applaud you for what you said or how you made them feel, from the social awareness, leadership, community service, uh, you do work with Special Olympics. I mean, when you get off stage, what are some of the things people say to you that make you think, you know, I think I'm doing a good thing here? Well, you can see it in their eyes normally when you connect with them. And the the quote that I end all of my student shows with is from a, one of my favorite comedians named Red Skelton, who I actually got to meet one time, uh, which was one of the highlights of my career. But the message is your talent is God's gift to you. What you do with your talent is your gift back to God. And I I just 
you know, uh, I want people to know that they're not a mistake. And I do a lot of church programs, and I'm very comfortable talking about my faith in, in that environment when I'm invited to do so. But um, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm one that likes to make a point and get off it, but I also want people to know um, that they're, they're not a mistake, and they do have an opportunity, many opportunities every day, to lighten other people's loads. Um, and, you know, if, if we can do that and laugh along the way, I, I want them to, to feel better walking out than they did walking in normally. I like the show. I've seen you perform. You're outstanding. Uh, how can we get in touch with you? Our listeners learn more about you, maybe through Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, uh, um, I've got a website, which is craigtornquist.com, C-R-A-I-G. Tornquist is T-O-R-N-Q-U-I-S-T. Um, Facebook is Craig Tornquist Comedian. Just, you know, uh, request friends and uh, uh I, I have very low standards for my friends. Uh, I'll say yes. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, anyway, yeah, and uh, my 800 number is on my website. I book every, I'm a one-man deal, man. I'm the manager, the writer, the agent, the road crew. Um, and so uh, um, if you have an idea, call me. Uh, my 800 number is there on the website. And uh, if I'm there, I'll answer the phone. If not, I'll call you back. Craig Tornquist, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Good luck. Get socially technical with The Adam Ritz Show. Facebook, Adam Ritz Show. Twitter, at Adam Ritz. It's social technically. Thanks again for listening to the show. I wanted to wrap up today's broadcast with an inspiring story. Uh, you probably have heard about this. If you haven't, Google Lauren Hill from Mount St. Joseph College. She is a freshman basketball player at Division Three Mount St. Joseph. She has inoperable brain cancer. The NCAA moved up their season opener so that she could have the opportunity to play. It was uh, an inspiring game. She scored the final basket. Uh, Wheaties has even honored her and her inspiring story with uh, a Wheaties box. And I have a picture of that on my Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash Adam Ritz show. Uh, but it's a very touching story out of uh, Division Three Mount St. Joseph College. Freshman Lauren Hill did get to play in her first college basketball game. More information uh, at facebook.com slash Adam Ritz show. The Adam Ritz show is recorded live both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.